Hello and welcome to the second episode of Fashion Happy Hour with Lauren Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. We decided that we were going to record two episodes a month and we wanted one episode to deal with an issue or topic and we wanted the second episode to be a little bit shorter, a little bit looser and maybe more of a storytelling because I think for me fashion is so much about telling stories and so we both wanted to share some of our stories. Today we're going to be talking about some fashion purchases that we've made that were mistakes and hence. <laughs> because you know I have this theory that fashion is like a drug dealer and sometimes we get hooked on the wrong thing. But today we're going to share stories about some bad purchases we've made. So Stephanie, do you want to go first? What what is a bad purchase you've made lately? There have been so many bad purchases, Blair. Like, I wish that was not true, but there have been bad purchases. Um, actually, so the first one I thought of happened years ago, and I wanted to say it was because I was young and naive, but I don't know what I was thinking. So basically, it was a, a handbag. It was Juicy Couture back when that was like, the thing to have and <laughs> it was terry cloth fabric oh god i'm like cringing thinking about it now and it was red white and blue vertical stripes it was, very- it was patriotic yeah yeah you know i was like it's very nautical i can wear it for fourth of july i kid you not i think that was one of my reasonings into convincing myself Listen which is not a good reason to have, but that was one of mine. You know, it was like a dome-shaped purse, little handbag thing, and I, for some reason, was like, I have to have it. There was a cute little anchor keychain hanging on the side of one of the handles, and I thought it was the best thing ever. And I don't know how long it took, but months later, it, you know, so it was red, white, and blue striped terry cloth fabric. Months later, the white on the red, white, and blue started fading into like a gross yellow. And I was like, oh my god, this is horrifying. So I was like, I don't know how old I was, but I was not, you know, in the, you have to keep your purses clean in order for them to look clean. And I was like, oh, this is fine. And then the more I looked at it, the more it just stood out. So it was red, yellow, and blue terry cloth. And I was like, oh my god. What was I thinking? I you know what I think I still have that purse somewhere, stored away, far, far away, because <laughs> I never wear it anymore. So I have it. I just no one needs to see. This is any of the mistakes that we all make. No one buy anything that is terry cloth that is not a washcloth or a towel for your body or your hair. Just don't do it. Or a robe. Okay, a robe is fine. But other than that. Don't buy it. Why did they make it? Juicy Couture really managed to talk a lot of people into buying Terry Cloth as a fashion choice. You know, you know, my thinking was, I'm not buying the, you know, velour pants that say juicy on the butt. I'm buying a purse. That was my thing. That wasn't really that great. But, you know, young and naive me. <laughs> I have a confession. In college, someone very close to me had a velvet striped Juicy Couture jacket. And I have to be honest, that person was me. 
I like, I really wanted it like the year before when I was a senior in high school for Christmas. And my parents were not having it. <laughs> so they bought me this like tobacco colored corduroy blazer from Banana Republic. Really nice. And so like I got into college and my freshman year I was on eBay and I saw like the jacket that I wanted my parents to buy me. And oh I my bought God. it. <laughs> I mean the good news is like I paid eBay prices for it. Okay. And it actually was a terrible jacket. Oh. It did have this really unfortunate like orange like Ed Hardy style lining though. Oh. Okay, well it was inside, right? <laughs> <laughs> Only I had to look at it, take it off. <laughs> oh my gosh. Story that came to mind, I think this happened about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what your experience was when I first moved to New York City and like noticed all like the thrift stores around. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, I can buy like all the designer clothing for really cheap. Mm-hmm. And I did buy all of the designer clothing for really cheap. And some of it wasn't, wasn't a great idea. Were there some horrible purchase in there? It wasn't like terrible, but it was terrible on oh, me. Oh no. So you know how I love Mike Jacobs, yes. right? So I found this blue wool Mike Jacobs belted overcoat. Oh. I don't know what it is about a belted overcoat. Maybe it's like the Inspector Gadget, I'm a spy, I do spy things kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I always love a belted overcoat. <laughs> so I bought it, and the biggest thing that was wrong about it was it just didn't fit, right? Mm-hmm. It's just way too long. Mm-hmm. It went to like past my knees, and oh. like, the belt that was supposed to be on my waist was at my hip. Mm. So I wore it like two times, like trying to talk myself into the fact that it was fabulous. Oh man. And then the third time, like I wore it and I was running errands and I went back to the thrift store that I bought it at, like sold the jacket back to the thrift store and bought the other jacket. Oh my gosh. I'm glad you sold it for something else that you like probably a lot better. I've gotten much better being like, that's not working for me. I'm just going to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. So the trick that I've learned is when I want to clean out my closet, I go to the thrift stores that buy clothes and I look around the racks and see if there's anything that I want. And if there's anything I like, I put it on hold and I go back to my apartment and I go through my closet and I approach it with the mentality of what can I get rid of that I don't really need or want anymore in order to buy something that I want. And that just helps me kind of get rid of some dead weight. And I look at it more as I'm not getting rid of something, but I'm getting something new. That's really good. That's so hard to do, though. Like figuring out that looks out on me or I really don't wear this at all. And then like learning you have to get rid of it <laughs> or you should get rid of it. Yeah, definitely. I've stopped, like, buying hangers because I'm like, no, I don't need new hangers. Why do I have so many clothes that I don't wear? And I've started getting the habit of, like, putting aside things I don't or that just don't fit and it's just sitting there. 
so that I can have more hangar space for things that I actually want. And it's kind of been working slowly, ever so slowly. <laughs> I forget that I have an item of clothing for like months no. at a time. <laughs> and then I rediscover it. I found a belt the other day that I just didn't know that I had. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't need another belt. Speaking of belts, do you remember how many different belts Blair Waldorf used to wear in Gossip Girl? I swear she wore like 500 belts over the course of this series. When Gossip Girl first came out, I really wanted to have bangs like Neil Archibald did. And my mom, bless her heart, tried to talk me out of it. But I decided that I wanted to go ahead and do it anyways. So while I was home for Thanksgiving, I had my hairdresser give me bangs. And the next day I had to go get a new license. So my DMV photo still has me with bangs that I got rid of like two months later because I realized they were terrible. And I think that's one of the legacies of Gossip Girl is that it's one of those shows that everyone wants to look like the characters on it. So I think you saw a lot of men getting bangs and a lot of women wearing headbands. So thanks Gossip Girl. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know about like bangs in general, let alone man bangs. I'm just, I'm not sure. So I think when like Gossip Girl first came out, I didn't have bangs, like the TV show, not the books. Like I didn't have bangs and I just started wearing headbands and like this is horrifying. So I got bangs and it looked a little better. It was to the point where like these headbands would give me a headache. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing with myself? And I kid you not, I had like a little drawer full of like hair things, but like three fourths of it were just hair bands, not even like hair ties or like bobby pins or anything. And I had them in like all different colors and all different like widths and materials. And it was kind of really bad. I don't know what happened to that. I think my mom must have like donated it all when I moved out or something, but hopefully somewhere someone has colorful headbands they can wear. But, yeah. Oh, fashion. Okay, so I have another fashion mistake story. Okay. Buy a pair of, like, patchwork madras shorts one time, and I'm not proud about it. Oh, my God. My eyes just, like, bugged out of my head. Did you wear them? Did you wear them? I did. Freshman year. (laughs) And I wore them to a sailboat race. Oh, my God. With a yellow polo shirt. Oh, my God. That sounds like very picturesque in a, I don't know how great way, but that sounds very picturesque. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's, if there's one place you can wear that kind of, yeah. it was sailboat, right? Yes. Like a person in the boat next to me was like wearing a lime green and white seersucker suit Ooh. with no shirt. <laughs> that made me feel a little bit better, I'm not going to lie. There are only certain times and places they can get away with that. Like, never. Yeah, yeah, let's hope never anymore. Oh, God. I feel like... And he was, like, trying to do this whole, like... What's that? Oh, like, you know Owen Wilson? Owen Wilson, yes. Oh, God. I feel like somebody told him he looked like Owen Wilson, so he was, like, trying to play it up. Oh. But he had, like, the Owen Wilson hair, like, the Owen Wilson attitude. Oh no, I'm sure if someone just went like, hey, you can remind me of Owen Wilson, he would just die and be like, oh, really? Oh, I never get that at all. When he, one person probably told him. 
And he was probably looking at me and being like, ooh, what is he wearing? And I was looking at him and being like, ooh, what are you oh looking at? So, you know, we both felt better. Equally just mature about it. <laughs> I definitely looked better. You know what I, like, can't wear anymore? <laughs> it sounds crazy. But, like, sweatpants. I feel like there was a time in my life in middle school, because middle school is a horrifying time in probably almost everyone's lives, where I just wore, like, sweatpants. I'd wear, like, those stupid, like, velour track pants and, like, windbreakers and just, like, sweat. I don't know why. Like, I had no good reason to, but I had no good reason not to, because I was like, I look fine. This is normal. And then I think, like, one day I realized, I was like, oh my god, I look horrifying. I just look so, like, comfortable, but not in, like, a athleisure way, you know? It was just, I feel like I had these, like, this navy blue velour track pant and, like, zip-up hoodie set. And you know what I looked like? Oh my god. I looked like Regina George's mom without the face, <laughs> without the that's basically what it was. It was like navy blue and it had the same like exact style but in a maroon shade and I don't know why people didn't stop me from wearing them. Like I understand they're comfortable but I I will never like put on another sweat pair of sweatpants again unless it's like I'm painting a house or like <laughs> it's like day two of my period or something. I'm like you won't catch me in sweatpants. <laughs> I like nine times out of ten don't find sweatpants that comfortable. That's the thing. They feel, like sweaty. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Why are they called sweatpants? Like, I don't. I would not want to sweat in them. Like, if I were exercising, you know what I mean? Because I know we wore them in gym class. Like, one of the options was like you know, giant pair of sweatpants or like the basketball short thing. And like you know, I wore them then in PE class, but they weren't. I mean, I guess they're soft, but I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like, why are yoga pants called yoga pants at this point when, like, 90... When no one wears them. Time, people are not doing yoga in them. Okay, I am, like, absolutely guilty of wearing yoga pants and leggings as pants and not doing yoga in them. <laughs> I will, like, happily admit that. Like, I do wear leggings as pants. And I know people say they're not pants, they're leggings. But you know what? Until you put them on and see that they go with almost everything, they're not pants to you. Until you do that. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Because, like, my thing is, like, if they're opaque... Okay, that's then, like, story. <laughs> I mean, if you can see your underwear through them... Oh my god, don't wear them, you know. But if, like, you bend over, you look at your butt in the mirror, and you don't see anything, and they are definitely not going to split, then I think you're good. And maybe if you have a shirt long enough to cover your butt just in case. <laughs> like if you're wearing a tunic or something. Or a long sweater. My thing is like... I feel like jeans will have like 5% stretch in them are like as comfortable as yoga pants. That is true. Stretchy jeans are, are like... What is it? Jeggings? I actually don't know how I feel about jeggings. I'm not... Well, jeggings are different. But like I'm talking like real jeans with like a working zipper and like mm-hmm. a fan situation. <laughs> And like actual belly, not like painted on belly. Yes. Oh God. See, why do people wear jeggings? Just pick either jeans or leggings. I don't. I think jeggings are weird. I like you know not to knock on anyone who loves them, but I would rather wear either jeans or leggings. But I wouldn't want to mix the two. <laughs> like if you have like illusion pockets on your pants, like <laughs> maybe put on a different pair. 
I don't think I understand the point of jeggings because they look like jeans and feel like leggings. But why do you want your jeans to look so tight on you? They really do look skin tight, jeggings. But they also why? don't really look like jeans. They just look like they don't. leggings. They look like leggings, but I don't understand the want for that. There was this girl in my college, and bless her heart, like, she had these jeggings that were, like, an acid wash. Ah, and, like, a gray color. Okay. And I, I would think I... about them whenever I was wearing an outfit that objectively wasn't gray, because I was like, <laughs> it's not her. <laughs> I mean... And if she's listening, I'm sure you're a wonderful human being. You know, that was then. This is now. And I should have been a friend and told you that those weren't the look. I feel like everyone could have been each other's friends and told them, like, you know, people that, like, hey, that's not so great. (laughs) But, you know, fashion mistakes. It's good for us to all come to these realizations on our own. Yeah. I used to wear clothes that were just way too big for me. I remember in sixth grade, like, all of my clothes, like, if I were a medium, I just wore large. If I were large, I wore extra large. And I don't know why. I chose to wear baggy clothes. You know, like, so I would always sit in my desk with at least one or both arms around my stomach because I think I was trying to hide, like, stomach fat. So I feel like I thought, okay, baggy clothes will hide it, you know? But I don't think I realized till like, years later, like, oh, that just made me look really frumpy. And, like, it wasn't, like, you know, get bigger clothes to hide stomach rolls. I could have done that. But it was to the point where it was way too big. So I just looked like wearing someone else's clothes because <laughs> it was just too big but I remember like yeah. being insecure about my body in middle school and high school and I'm like oh, yeah. wow you're an idiot oh. like that's literally the thinnest you're ever gonna look I don't know I think yeah I just like I think one day I realized that I kept like you know sitting the way I did or like covering whatever parts of my body and I don't know I feel like Maybe they should just teach kids to be... I don't know what they teach kids now about, like, body image, but I feel like, you know, they're a lot better at it now than they could have been when we were young, right? I mean, I went to, like, a Jesuit high school, so, like, body image wasn't really a thing they talked about. Mm-hmm, okay, yeah. Well, I feel like they don't really teach... Well, I didn't really learn much in, like, middle school health class, you know what I mean? It was just kind of like, don't have sex. <laughs> like, that was it. <laughs> Like, we all have that fashion learning curve. We all learn by making mistakes. And we definitely learn at different times in our lives. Like, I'm probably making some mistakes now, and I'm like, oh, I look fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. And I- then, years later, you see something wrong with it, and you're just, like, hitting yourself over the head. Like, why didn't anyone tell me? Like, I shouldn't have drawn my eyebrows on that thick and that dark. Or, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Is that just me? <laughs> I feel like the biggest things I'm trying to, like, be aware of is what colors look good on me and like focusing on sizing. I have a real problem with shoes. <laughs> Not that like I buy too many. I feel like I've controlled that. <laughs> but in the sense of like comfort, I feel like I'm always just buying shoes that aren't as comfortable for me or like I know like I shouldn't buy it, buy it, buy it anyways. Like the other day I got these like pair of like um, black chunky heels like suede heels i was like fine these are great they're comfy they fit and then i wore them like 20 minutes in i'm like oh dear god i don't want to walk anymore (laughs) and they weren't like you know five inch platforms or anything it wasn't like crazy 
but I feel like I keep doing that often. Like I buy these shoes that I just like, they either pinch my toes or they don't stretch out in the end after months of wearing them. And maybe that's just a me thing that I haven't learned yet. <laughs> Cause you try on shoes in a shoe store and like, do you like a five minute store? You look in the mirror and they seem fine, right? Like you walk in them for like three minutes and you're like, okay, these fit, like I'll take them. And then like two days later, you go and like go to wear them and like, after walking around, you're like, oh shit, these hurt. Right? I don't understand. <laughs> I did buy a pair of these heels that were super cute and I just like, I wish I could, would I like wear them more often. They're a nude pair of like three inch heels and they're Mary Janes. And it sounds crazy, but it's very like vintage. I bought it from some like weird like vintage store. And they're very like 50s, adorable. And I wore them to like work and stuff when I worked at an office. And it was just very cute, but they were just so uncomfortable. I think the fact that they were like three inch heels and Mary Janes, like I just felt like Barbie, like Barbie foot. But I didn't want to like, you know, it wasn't comfortable Barbie foot. <laughs> so I feel like if I could just chop off an inch of the heel, I'd be a lot more comfortable. So now they just sit there and I look at them and I'll wear them only if I know I'm not going to be walking a long distance. <laughs> <laughs> Which is horrible, but that's But can we talk about the ugly sneaker trend? Or like the ugly shoe trend? Yes. Because I hate it so, so much. I mean... They also don't even look comfortable. Like, they look like yes. they're ugly and uncomfortable. That's... Okay. Why do people still... For a lot of money. So, like, you're gonna pay $800 for, like, an ugly, uncomfortable pair of shoes. Yeah. You know what my question is? Why do Crocs still exist? I thought they were legitimately gardening shoes, and that's it. Like, you wear them in your garden, step on your dirt, and then you take them off and put on your real shoes. No, also, can we talk about how, like, dirty your feet get in Crocs? There are like, holes in them! Wearing Crocs and, like, they're walking through the mud in the Crocs, so, like, the mud is going into the holes. Oh, but you know what? There are those little, I don't know what they're called, but there's little things that you can stick into the holes that decorate your Crocs. Have you seen those? Yeah. Most people don't do that. Sound with these shoes that have like holes in them to let the dirt in. I think technically it's supposed to <clears throat> quote air your feet out, but yeah, they definitely let dirt in. Like if you have to punch giant air holes into yeah. your shoes so that your feet can breathe, <laughs> maybe they should move their way over and do another pair of shoes. At that point, I don't know how much Crocs are, but wouldn't you rather pay that much money for like sneakers that cover your whole foot? With well, not, like, Balenciaga sells Crocs, so like... God, do they... Wait, what? Since when? Oh, God. I feel like they sent them down the runway, like, last season, they were, like, <laughs> available for sale. Because oh. I feel like fashion is like, let's get attention by making really ugly-ass clothes. Okay. I feel like the Uggs are better than Crocs. They don't look that much better, Wait. but they cover your feet. Do you remember the thigh-high Ugg boots? Oh, stop. Oh, God. I don't... Oh, God. Okay, there's a time and place for Uggs, and I feel like there are certain ones that look kind of cute. The ones that have like little toggle buttons on the side are kind of cute, and they're like kind of low, and you're like, okay, dual, it's like a slipper, but why does it need to be that tall? You don't need fur all across your thigh. And if this is like what you want to look like, more power to you, it makes you look like you go have like elephant trunks for feet. <laughs> like, yeah. But do you really want like, loose 
sprinkly like sheepskin thigh high boot. Exactly. There's a difference between like sheepskin that are flat. Boots like it's and, like, just leather. not a silhouette. And it would be one thing if it were like semi fitted, but like it's loose and like a bunchy. I understand if they're like thigh high suede boots or just thigh high like black patent leather boots that cling to you. Like, cause those make sense more than sheepskin. Ugh. I feel like thigh highs is like a considered like a very sexy look. It is. I don't. Like... And UGG boots are considered like. Not- they're like going to class the with your leggings store. and like a chai latte. Exactly. You wear them like, you know, around the house. Or it's like 9 p.m. and you don't have toilet paper and you run across the street to the store. You know, like I feel like you don't so want to. I don't know if it's like a comfort clubbing. Or, they don't like you want to go to the club and like buy high boots, but you also want to be comfortable. Okay, I don't know. Just go to the club in leggings, for God's sake. They don't still make those sheepskin thigh high boots, do they? Are they still in existence? Like, are I they feel like, factual? I feel like they only like came out this winter on like a runway show. They did, but why did they make them? Like, please tell me. And like, I'm not sure that the production run on that is like huge. I hope not. <laughs> like, that might have been a styling gimmick because like, they knew people would write like articles. Exactly. Like, going down the runway, it's a look, but don't walk down the street in that place. <laughs> the number one rule of fashion is to always leave them wanting more. So on that note, we're going to finish this podcast. Now, if you came in expecting a fashion happy hour episode to last about an hour, our story episodes will probably be a little bit closer to half an hour. Fashion class is dismissed early today. Go pour out a drink for us. Thank you for listening to the second episode of Fashion Happy Hour. We will be back in two weeks with a longer issue about fashion and art. So I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye, thank you for listening.